Alright folks, welcome back to another Rubber Earth Channel podcast episode. We're in um, beautiful Tenerife and just finished a awesome piece of skateboarding. Um, yeah, so as you guys know, we're on, um, on Tenerife and I wanted to skate it. I wanted to skate a bit of Tenerife. I've already skated uh, Lanzarote together with Kira. I've skateboarded um, Fuerteventura alone. So a long stretch in Fuerteventura, 100Ks in Fuerteventura, 60Ks in Lanzarote. And now the question was, can we skate Tenerife as well? The point about Tenerife is it is very densely populated. Not densely, but it's, I think, the most populated of the Canary Islands. So there's lots of people. Lots of tourists, which means lots of cars. Lots of cars and longboard, long distance longboarding doesn't mix necessarily well. And the other point is, it's high. So high as in elevation. There is a um, high, 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 high mountain, the El Teide. It's the highest mountain of Spain. And this mountain, El Teide, and uh, the ridge that accompanies it dominates Tenerife. So it's a very mountainous island and mountainous landscapes and longboard, long distance longboarding doesn't mix very well. Mountains are cool for longboarding, for downhill longboarding, when you're super fast, when you're just bumping down a hill, fantastic. I'm reconsidering the spot where I'm recording this, the road is annoying, but let's just go ahead, F it. So for long distance longboarding, mountains aren't, aren't super nice because that means that you have to walk uphill a lot. And if it's too steep, especially when mixed with lots of cars, the downhill is also not really nice because you're, having, you're carrying a 20 kilo backpack. And with a 20 kilo backpack, it's just, you can't go as fast. You have to be careful. You can't just bump down a hill and, and then just slide and put your hands in the ground and break it doesn't work. If you fall, you fall hard because you fall forward and then the backpack comes and slaps you behind the head. So you're going slower downhill, especially. Which means that these downhill stretches in the mountainous areas aren't necessarily super nice for long distance longboarding. So hmm, what do we do? We can't go along the coast, too many cars. It's a highway and it's full of tourists in rented cars and other people. So can't go along the coast can't go across it because if there are mountains. So we need to switch modes. We need to drop the backpacks. There is a continuous road from the foot of El Teide, from the uh, cable car station, back to La Laguna. Oh, hello kitty. Hello. Meow. That's a kitten. So there's a continuous road from the foot of El Teide, from the cable car station, back to um, La Laguna which is one of the towns here and that whole stretch is more than 50 kilometers I think and there is free campgrounds free campgrounds here in Tenerife as well that are hosted by the government one of them is nicely close to La Laguna it's Las Reiches I think I'm pronouncing it wrong I'm sure Las Reiches I'll call it Las Reiches which is a bit outside of La Laguna it's in a forest and it's right on that road so the idea was born that we would um, go to that campground, set up camp, drop our stuff, hitchhike on the road up to El Teide, skate back down to the campground again. 
So two nights on the campground and in the day in between we'll skate it. And that's what we did. We went up there to the campground by taxi from La Laguna. It's uh, in the middle of a forest. Super secluded, super empty, except for it isn't super empty. The campground is empty, but next to it is this um, barbecue place. So it's in the middle of the forest, but there is, and I'm not kidding, 50 fireplaces? Must have been. So grouped in fours or eights, these concrete built fireplaces, like you have, like a barbecue place you have at home, like proper barbecue place with a, with a grill on it. And each of them with a bench and everything is full of Spaniards, everything. There's five birthday parties and countless friends and families that are just hanging out. It's a mess, it's a huge noise. They have generators with them. Not kidding, they have generators with them, they have speaker systems with them, they have dogs with them, kids, balloons, everything. Uh, yeah, it's a bit unexpected because we arrive in the middle of the forest, there's no cell phone reception, we walk to the campground, it's just this empty field underneath trees, there's pine trees, and but you hear and smell this, this thing and then you walk just across the ridge and bam, hundreds of people. Surreal, fun. I felt welcome, I felt that this is a good spot, if so many people hang out there, it's, this is a good spot, that needs to be a good spot. So that's where we camped. We put up our tent, our tarp, with a tree, got checked by the government, they check who's camping there, showed our permission, all is fine. We camped the night, we sleep the night, I freeze, it's cold, so I have a cold, cold night, even if I'm wearing pants and a sweater in the sleeping bag, it's cold, cold because we're high up, we're 1,100 meters high. So next day we pack our stuff, leave it there, take our skateboards and make our way up to the ridge. We have luck, the, only five minutes after putting our beautiful thumbs out to hitchhike, uh, we get a lift, a German couple, tourists, that say, yeah, they want to go to the cable car station as well, they want to go to LTE, but only they need to be there at two o'clock. So they'll take it slow. We think, mm, okay, we're not sure how, how often you get a lift, we'll take it. And it's great, it's a great ride. We um, get along well. We stop often for pictures. The guy is a photographer and he's super happy when he hears that we're longboarding. Of course, he sees that we're longboarding because we have longboards with us and asks us to pose for pictures. So that's what we do. Every now and then we stop and get to ride down a beautiful stretch of roads and get professional pictures taken really cool, so soon there will be some really cool longboarding pictures. We're up there about one o'clock and it's a bit later than I would have hoped for, but we're up there, we're up at the cable car station and we have now 44 kilometers of downhill, two kilometers of elevation. So that's a long stretch and we just tackle it, we get going. The first part is really mountainous, so there's no plans. It's like a, it's like a moonscape. It's again this, this we're in, on the bottom of Teides, on the foot of El Teide, but still in a crater. So there's an additional crater, which is the biggest volcanic crater in Europe, I believe. It's huge. And the landscape is dominated by it, by the lava, by the dried lava. So it is really, yeah, I can hear you kitten. So can everyone else. No worries, look at it. Hello. Yeah. 
it's dominated by by this um by lava so these really rough rock formations we already know them from timon fire national park and it, it looks great if you get it in moderate doses not too many cars a little bit uphill but it's okay we skate through there and it's 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 fantastic it's good skateboarding a bit too many cars not many but a bit too many so we get to skate it then we get to a branch of place where the road branches off to a, another village which is closer by the cars disappear it's only very few now very great unfortunately there's about a 2k uphill and a steep steep uphill so we have already descended I have no idea, 500 meters or so, and now we need to go up 500 meters as well. And that is just a, a really annoying hike. Is it 500 meters? I don't know, but it's really, really, really steep. I'm not kidding you. It's a very steep road and it's super long. So we hitchhike again and immediately get a lift. Amazing. Just perfectly to the top of that uh, ascent. We don't want to go further and they don't go further either because that's where the observatory is. One of the most important observ observatories in Europe. It's high up and there is no moisture in the air that high so it's very good to watch the stars and for us it's very good that they want to go there because that's exactly where we need to start skateboarding again awesome i love it when things work out that way so we get dropped off we continue skateboarding and it's still great now there's even less cars so now it's really pleasant premium skateboarding we're just cruising along i get to carve really nicely the road is perfect for sliding as well I get to slide really nicely we don't have our backpacks on so you can actually really push it a bit you don't need to be that worried when you fall that the backpack will make the fall uncontrollable and dangerous but you can just roll no one of us falls luckily but still it's it feels much more secure without a backpack and once again I apologize for the background noise and to my hallmark saying it's only true with all the backmark background noise this time it's cars and barking dogs and whining kittens why not gotta record somewhere come on someone shut up that dog so we're longboarding now again and the landscape changes it's now now it's more just high up mountains it's not volcanic anymore so we have this these shrubs and already very low growing coniferous trees beautiful we're on a ridge so we see to both sides we see the we see the sea we see the sea and on top of the sea we see the clouds so the in germ we say nebel like the um, cloud sea cloud a sea of clouds is that the correct translation so if you look on the on the clouds from the top great that in combination with the mountain and the sea it's fantastic view and it's amazing skateboarding as well the the gradient of the road is awesome it gets a bit steeper in sections so you have to drive it a bit more carefully a bit more technical a bit more challenging and then it gets uh, the slope gets less in sections so it becomes really just pure enjoyment you can't slide it as much but you can carve it perfectly you can play a bit wonderful really wonderful and you can see all that in the youtube video i'm talking uh, about that in the youtube video as well but now i have to repeat it for the podcast because it was just so great at one point Kira thinks it's too much and she does her trick. She takes a big, big rock and ties it behind her skateboard as a brake so she can just go straight now and the rock just trundles along behind her, scraping the beautiful Spanish road. I have to, I have to laugh about that. I'm, I mean, not in a bad way. I, f I think it's funny. It's a brilliant idea. I mean, if you're not pleased with the situation, do something to change it. Sure, why not tie a rock behind your skateboard if it works? Of course. 
You do get funny looks though from the from the car drivers and I'm glad the police didn't pass us because they would probably have had a thing to say about that too. But all goes well. At one point the rock drops off and the road is better again, so we continue without the rock. As we as we descend deeper the vegetation changes again, so now we're in a coniferous forest, in a full full forest full of um, pine trees and it's it's much colder now and the sun is setting right now through the trees so you have this how you describe it this this maze of of this golden light of the sunset together with the shadows in the forest and it smells of this pine forest and the road still is great and we have done 25 kilometers by now so it's this this change of vegetation of elevation and and just this endless skateboarding you don't have to stop it's the road is that we're going to do is 44 kilometers long in one go it's amazing except for that we have to stop here so after pretty much exactly 30 kilometers we're still in the coniferous forest the road is still great it's simply too dark skateboarding in the dark doesn't work it's dangerous full stop you can't see the road, you can't see if there are stones or anything in the way, the cars can't see you. We don't have, we have head torches of course, but we don't have any security lights and there is no road lights as well, so there's no point risking it. Okay, that means we stop. We drop a GPS marker on the phone to find that spot again, put out our beautiful thumbs, get a lift, go back to the campground, eat our sandwich, go to bed sleep well. This time we have set up the tent a little bit different so there's less wind and I don't freeze. I have a wonderful warm night. I'm really relaxed and the next morning I'm really motivated to finish this stretch. I'm, I can't go somewhere else without having finished this road. It's just too great. Kira doesn't feel the same way. She doesn't want to skate anymore today because skating downhill is exhausting. If you're not fully in the sliding mood then you have to foot brake often and it's just very exhausting and physically exhausting. So she's not skateboarding anymore, but she agrees with me going back there and she just hangs out in the village in a cafe and waits for me. The remainder that I have to do is 11 Ks. So the 30 Ks probably was more than when we stopped. I would have to check on the map. The remainder is 11 Ks. I'm pretty sure about that. So it must have been 33 Ks on day one. I get a fast lift as well again. So the hitchhiking worked really well in our favor. Get driven up there until the exact point where we had stopped yesterday. I checked the GPS marker, it's the right thing. I recognized the, the corner where we stopped, perfect. And I skated again and it just gets better and better. There's a bit more cars now because it's in the morning and they all want to go up to Teide. But now I have more light again. So now it's the, what time is it? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. So the light's perfectly from above. And the weather has changed a bit. Now it's foggy. Now I'm in those fogs that we had a look. Yesterday we had a look on them from the top. Now I'm in them. And every now and then you would just hit the wall, a wall of fog. You just go in there and the world goes quiet. It just goes And you can't see. You can't see like three, four meters, more not, not more. There, of course, you have to get off and walk for, for 10 meters or so because you can't see the cars, they can't see you, you can't hear them, especially in the fog, so too dangerous to be on the road, which means I had to walk once or twice. Not too far because it's just a passing cloud, so they come super quickly and it's just like full visibility, cloud, full visibility again. So it's 
snap, snap. I tried to film it. It was hard to film because by the moment I'm in, I take out my camera, switch it on. By the time I start recording, the cloud is nearly gone. So didn't get to film it, but it was really cool to experience it. And the road still had this, this very smooth surface. It got even a bit smoother today and a bit steeper in the beginning. So I had a really technical, challenging slide session in the first section and then it just mellowed out perfectly into a very, very nice gradient through an alley of trees. Now the forest has changed again. It's not a pine forest anymore, but it's more, it has intermixed, um, oh, how do you call it in English? Trees with leaves? Man, my English vocab has gotten bad. Yeah, trees with leaves. And there's also mosses hanging down from the trees. So it's more of a cloud forest now. And you can actually see it when the clouds move in the mosses that hang down from the trees and the lichen, they, they wave a bit and they start collecting that moisture. And it's really nice skating through that and seeing that and, and also smelling it because now it smells more, more like a forest wood at home. So more of rotten leaves and, and wet and, and a bit musky and amazing. And it's, it's beautiful, beautiful skateboarding. I get a stretch of nearly no cars for 10, 15 minutes and just this mellow road in this beautiful forest I'm in heaven. This is, this is longboarding heaven. It's just pure enjoyment. Nothing too gnarly, very pleasant. And then it's over. It's a really fast descent. The last 10 Ks, I'm back at the campground. I pick up my backpack and head in the last two Ks to the village where Kira is sitting in a cafe. We meet at the cafe. We have a nice bocadillo uh, and coffee and continue on with our days and with the next adventures. And with this, I'm leaving you. It was a very, very cool skateboard day. And with the bus in the background, the episode comes to a conclusion. I think it's a shorter one. Let me check the time. The time says 18 minutes. Wow, 18 minutes of podcast recording for one day of skateboarding. That is a good, a good return ratio. I'll take it. All right. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, you tagged along for the skateboarding session. I hope you, you liked, liked it. I liked it. I liked doing it. I liked talking about it. It was great. And um, yeah, catch you later. Catch you again. Gonna, gonna hear you soon. There's more cool stuff to come for sure. So tag along. Cheers. Rob out. <laughs>